is Monica. And hey, hey, this is Melody. And, and welcome, welcome to the Invisible, Invisible Women Podcast. Podcast. We are so excited, so pumped. Today we have Kathy Adams, the president CEO of Oakland African American Chamber of Congress. Woo woo! <laughs> we have her in the building and she is going to be sharing so much knowledge and tips and just things to help keep us Black women motivated and keep us going. Hey, Kathy. How you guys doing? I'm so glad to be here. You guys got me pumped up today. Yes. I I was telling, so for our listeners out there, I met Kathy not too long ago. I joined one of the meet and greets. And as soon as I got on, I felt her energy. I mean, she was (laughs) so upbeat. And the type of person that I am, I'm naturally attracted to movers, shakers, people that are like trying to get things done. Right. So instantly I told my sister she couldn't join. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the place where we want to be. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy's got it going on. And so that's why we always say here, no opportunity is too small because I wasn't able to make it. I'm like, Monica, just jump on, join. So when she got up, like, I got good news. And you just see how positive energy attracts positive energy. So thank you, Kathy, for joining yeah, us thank today. Thank you both. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's get right into it. I want to know, for all our listeners, again, she is the president and CEO of the Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce. Any business out there, especially a Black business, you need to know, Miss Kathy. So (laughs) Kathy, what are some of the secrets to your success? Well, some of the secrets, like even though I'm the president of the Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce, Mm -hmm. I am also a business owner. I've been okay. in business for long, older than what I want to say, but I'll just say <laughs> over 25 plus years. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. CDA Consulting Group. And okay. when I started this business, I just heard your sister say, you know, no opportunity is too small. And mm-hmm. what has worked for me as a small business owner is mm-hmm. no one is coming to knock on your door to get you out. You That's have right. got to for it. Uh, I have a lot of uh, contacts. I know that I've been an influencer, not way before the chamber with some of the other organizations that I work with. But one thing that I want to say, because you know, guys, I'm a chatter, so I got to make sure I keep my answers short. (laughs) I say that nobody is coming to get us. Every time you walk out your office, every time you walk out this door, every Mm -hmm. time I've gone out, I've connected and I created the opportunity. Is what I say, party with a purpose. Even if I'm out hanging out, having a good time, wine tasting, whatever it is, I always come back with something. And as an entrepreneur, we always got to be on the hunt. Not for desperate dollars, though, because we don't need dollars that ain't cool. Yes. But we've got to be on the hunt. All right. Say a lot of the people on the back. No, we can't go for desperate dollars. <laughs> we can't get down desperate dollars. So we want to be very strategic in terms of the business that we get. And I know with everything yeah. that we've been dealing with, we all go into this corner and we go into that self-doubt. Nope. As they say, not today. Uh-huh. Because our network, looking at the two of you, this is where it starts here. Uh, I've planned yes. a lot of great events. Madam C.J. Walker and also the founding president emeritus of the Oakland Barrier Chapter. I did those for 22 years and I stepped down from doing those because it's time for me to get some more sisters 
to jump into that role. Because after 22 years, I've done all I can. And I'm going to always be there with them, raising yes. and supporting them. But the chamber, like I said, is a baby. But at the end yeah. of the day, I still got to work. That's what I call my passion project. You know, okay. helping, business, helping businesses thrive. <laughs> yes. We love I love it. it. I love it. And see, that's the energy that got me. When I first logged on, she was <laughs> even more pumped. And I was like, okay, cool. We got to connect. <laughs> so that is amazing. So you've been doing this for well over 20, 30 years. Yes. And you're ready to, for a lack of better words, mentor. And that's what we want our listeners to know. The benefits of when you step out your door, when you're at the grocery store, make it work. You never know who you might bump into and always be on your game. Like we Let always like to say, your network is, is your network. Absolutely. Uh, just the other day, mm -hmm. uh, the Warriors had beyond 28 days, and we get it. Yeah, beyond 28 days. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black history. <laughs> yes, yes. So I... Uh, they invited us, J.P. Morgan Chase, and they actually, um, you know, we got tickets yes. as a bonus. It's like, okay, we're going to the game. I'm standing there, yes. and this is an opportunity. Wait for it. I okay. was standing there in the reception area, and this woman walks in. I looked at her, and I felt like I know this woman. I rolled up on the girl like, hey, girl, how you doing, right? <laughs> And then after I walked away, I went back and I said, I think that's Melinda Williams that was bird in soul food. So I ah, went that is my show. <laughs> I walked over there and I said, excuse me. I said, I rolled up on you. You probably thought I was crazy. I'm saying, hey, girl. She said, no, girl. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's so right. as a result, Melinda, I was talking about black owned business. So she said, so tell me what are the chamber? She said, tell me about the chamber. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? She said, yeah. and luckily I had about five members that were surrounding the table when we had this conversation, Beautiful. they all started talking about what I was doing for the chamber. And she said, well, you didn't say all that. Well, you don't just roll up on the body and say, well, yeah, doing COVID-19, I raised $1.1 million. We helping business about, you know, I didn't want to start rolling. Yeah. But what got me, and I'll get to the point, was how our members that was in the okay. room talked about what we did for them for the Black Chamber. Interesting enough, we connected, we emailed, she, we emailed her, she emailed us back. And I'll be meeting with her Perfect. on Thursday to talk about her Black-owned marketplace, which is a platform okay. where she's promoting opportunities for Black-owned businesses. So that is why it's so significant, well, not only as sister, but as a Black culture. We've got to yes. do more of supporting one another, helping everybody mm -hmm. get lifted and level them up. I don't, I don't do a bunch of phrases like when one, when we all win. No, when you do your part <laughs> and we do it together, then we definitely oh, that's right. win. But we got to do yes. our part. We can't wait, like I said, for somebody to get us. Everything may mm -hmm. not be how you need it to be. We also got to, I just heard Michelle G. Thornton on the Women's uh -huh. Council. And sometimes we got to change our circle. It doesn't mean okay, that we're not right. being positive. But when we change our circle, 
and mm -hmm. then more with people of like minds, people that yes. want to thrive, people that want to grow their revenue, people that want to create jobs, people that want to help some of these young sisters and millennials do their thing. I understand people say, well, millennials don't listen. I say to myself, it's like a pastor once said, you got to have, not that I want to refer to myself as an old mule. I'll say, you got to have a mature mule and you got to have a young mule to wake work together. And basically, That's right. I'm telling people this year, 2022, we can yes. no longer operate in fear. We've got to All be right. fearless. fearless. Don't let me hear nobody say, well, I don't know how to do that. Figure it out. Get somebody to help you do it. But don't spend your time on small stuff because you okay. got to be focused on how we going to get some contracts in here, how we going to get mm -hmm. some business in here, how we going to create other opportunities. Basically, we've been through a lot. The pandemic, we were seeing early and we talked about the PPP. But at the yes. end of the day, we have never waited for somebody to hand us anything. But if there's an That's opportunity right. where we could utilize other money from other sources, good money, Hello. we can do that. And guess what I'm getting ready to do? And you guys got to lift me up on this one. I can't say who the bank Come is. Come on, we ready. I'm meeting with the bank. I'm meeting with the bank. And that ain't even the other news. I'm going to wait till your other questions come when you talk about how we're going to do it. <laughs> I just hear bank, so let's, okay. Oh, no, 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 but let me, let me just say to you, I am meeting with a group of bankers. And let me tell you something. We know a white man is proven fact. A white man can walk yes. in the bank and ain't got to show his grandmother's birth certificate. When we okay. come in as black people, we've been marginalized due to systemic racism. And it's not the yes. same. We're yes. not worried about it. We understand it. We understand reparations. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, is that the doorbell? Is my check coming yet? Is the check? <laughs> See that? Look at that. Look at, look at, look at that face. Look at that face. I'm still waiting for that check. I thought they was at the door and I said, I'm waiting, but it's not there. So what we yes. have to do is we have to understand, as they say, from whence we come. But we haven't yeah. forgotten. But we want to live in a moment that we can make our own ancestors proud that we could know yeah, we that know. the fight is going to continue because it's part yeah. of making sure that we don't get comfortable in terms of what we need. So here's what I'm mm -hmm. saying to the bank, to the people okay. on Thursday. I'm okay. saying to them that our Black-owned businesses need a line of credit. Now, That's I right. understand some businesses have had some trouble, but if we can look at this company and see that they've had a trajectory where they've been stable and they've been able to pay, you know, their rent on their building. And then they can show you on paper that they got these businesses in this contract. I don't care if it's a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars or a half a million dollars, you guys could yeah. make a difference in the community by not being like the traditional banks that discriminated from yeah. us. Everybody may not have a 750 FICA score or higher, but if you meet mm -hmm. a company that may have 685, 670, 650, or whatever, 
We've got to do something different because if these companies don't have the same access to capital that other businesses have. Black people, we talk about generational wealth. Well, we're not going to sit up here and to complain about maybe what our parents didn't have or our great-grandparents didn't have. Hell, they right. took most of it before we could even get it, but we're not going to go there. So we've got right. to do to create our own legacy, even if it's not just within our families, but it's as you guys talked about earlier. How do we work together? How do we yep. bridge the gap for our people to take ownership so that we can invest in our communities? And it's okay. Like I say, you go to a restaurant, someone right? Don't go on Facebook and Instagram and slam somebody. Walk right. over, wait for it, find a place, an opportunity to have a conversation with the owner. But the owner, you yeah. got to be in. You got to be able to receive it too, because I'm sharing That's with right. you my experiences was. So I will come back. I don't want to go to the restaurant right. and don't come. I've often wondered when we go to some of these. Uh, restaurants that have had longevity in the bank. You know, we ain't giving nobody no free advertisement. But I'm saying, let's just say we got <laughs> restaurants that have been around for a long time. And then every time you go up in there, the thing is filled, no matter what day of the week it is. You look around, it's like, it ain't Friday. And everybody is all packed up in there. Why can't the same be that yeah. for our restaurants? And why can't we continue to support Black-owned? If we talk about that we have the largest trillion dollar spending power and we spend in all the money That's that we right. have on other people's stuff, just what we think will happen if we could create our own images in black and positive images where we're putting money and invested in our community. I don't think it's that hard, but I think we all got to have an accountability. We all got to be accountable. Yeah. And what have you done? You know, I'm constantly out there every day. Businesses saved me during COVID. I didn't have time to be sad or to be worried about yeah. anything. I prayed a lot. But what kept me whole, what kept me solid was every single day mm -hmm. somebody called and said, well, Kathy, I think my business is going to close. I was like, not today. Ain't nobody closing nothing up in here today. <laughs> We gonna pivot. I talked to one of my friends. I said, "Girl, you are gonna do a pop up we every week? You are gonna pre sell the meals? Sell a hundred meals? You know, basically at the end of the yes. day, thirty dollars, forty dollars. Pre sell them at hundred, so you know how much to buy. You don't lose no money." She kept doing that, right. and no door closed. When we raised there we go one million dollars in 90 days. Wow. That was on the tail of George Floyd. It breaks my heart when I think about it. Okay. May 25th, yeah. when I was sitting up there and I said, oh my God. See, people think when you're all lively that when the, when the curtains go down, how you go inside yourself. And when you need that yeah. inner peace because you've given so much of yourself, but that's why the that's blessings right. flow because you keep giving. And I yes. called my play mom, who my, you know, who's been like a mother. Both my parents are deceased. And I said, I done went on TV and I told all these people, I'm gonna raise a million dollars. And I sit up there and I cried a little bit. And I look at yeah. that camera and I said, you know what? Not today. I said, we're gonna get this money. We getting this money. 
And I got on that oh, phone. That's right. And I got on that phone. I did a lot of phone calls. I think, you know, Bonner, Sandra Bonner, who, you know, did a lot of media. And we had a lot of non-African Americans, but we still had quite a few. We had from $25 yeah. to $150,000 to $250,000. And we raised that money. And that's one of the greatest gifts. If I can say, you know, yeah. when people say when it's time for you to go and I don't want to be emotional, what did you that's do okay. to change the mm, lives yeah. of others? What did you do? And everything right. is not about money. We need it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. we need it. But we've yes. got to be, even if it's a kind word to say, yes, hey, sister, it's going to be all right. You may well, feel right. in the wilderness right now, but you're going to be all right. And sometimes that's all that's we right. need to do. I find now when all I right. walk on the street and you see we're all different. But like you say, yeah. we're not better than the next person. You're not better. Mm -hmm. right. So at the end of the day, you know, you're listening out there and you know that you're blessed. Find somebody. If it's somebody and you walking down the street or you see a sister on the corner, you talk to them. We understand what's going on in our community, but I got a lot of sisters that are working equally hard to making sure yeah. that the homeless uh, population, the ones that want to, because there's some that have yeah. been there for so long, they may not want to go, but we're not going to go down that path. I want to just keep saying that whether you make a donation or whatever it is that you need to do. You guys asked me, one of my clients is 7th and Campbell, Elaine Brown, and you can yeah. see her picture. Yeah. She donated that piano to yep. I haven't played it, but that's oh, the thing. Oh, have time. Look, as I tell people, the last party <laughs> I had in this house, Elaine Brown, that was in 2019. Elaine Brown, y'all wait for it. Played the piano. Okay. And Frankie Beverly was at my house with his girlfriend. I invited my friend Pam Moore. I love her. She's been wonderful yeah. in my life. Uh, so my oldest sister has sickle cell, and that's one of my, my um, uh, she's very near and dear, but she's so positive. And I thank God because she's 63. And Pam actually will always send me clippings and mailing, anything oh. she hears about sickle cell. So yeah. I told her, I said, Pam, I know you're busy, but if you get a chance, maybe call Thelma and you guys just playing through. I know you can't call. Girl, I went to the door like in my little, all my little apron stuff. And I said, hey, Pam. And I said, Frankie Beverly? Frankie Beverly. <laughs> oh, my God. That happened the best party ever. Look, that's why I ain't having no more party because unless Beyonce and Jay Z come, there ain't been no party up in here. Exactly. How are you going to talk that? I want to be invited to that. Can one, we come? <laughs> yes. But I'm just saying, when you talk about relationships, and I tell people how we meet, how we get connected, I'm reminded of Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee Ralph became a very good friends with one of my friends in San Francisco. We invited her to be a speaker at Madam C.J. Walker. And out of that, there still is a relationship where they get together periodically and hang out. 
and do things. And that's what it is. Because even though these are celebrity type people, they still sisters. They still still got their feelings to do in Hollywood with their piece. But basically what we cannot leave, we cannot leave our foundation. We can, we've got to pull, look back and we got to pull somebody to come back with us. I don't look at it, you guys, as being hard. And y'all got to jump in there and ask me questions. I told you, I get all passionate. No, I mean, our listeners love this. I mean, you guys look good. This this is the energy that I knew. Well, when you told me, I don't want to cry because you got me a little bit. I was saying to myself, I said, We're going to be authentic. Normally, I tried to get because I don't know how to put on eyelashes. I have to call somebody. (laughs) That's right. We're transparent. But but no, and and Kathy and C, and for our listeners out there, trust me, you guys, I know you are listening. You probably are out there (laughs) taking notes. This is the type of wisdom that we want on the Invisible Women podcast because we're learning. Like, even though we're the host, we're still learning. And you just have a beautiful spirit. I think that everybody can agree with that. And, oh, my God, we just love it. We just love it. Yeah, I thank you guys. Yes, absolutely. So you kind of tapped on it already. And and, and I know, like, the premise when I first came to you, we were going to talk about how are we going to build a Black Wall Street right here in Oakland. Let's go. Let's yes. go. How, how are we going to do that? One, two, okay, three. Okay, we ready. We ready. Let's go. I had the opportunity, and then I'm going to drop it, because let me tell you something. There's Black people yeah. in Oakland that's got money, and they are getting ready to do something big <laughs> that's going to change the landscape of our community. It doesn't no. matter. And Melody and I want to be a part of that because we have some great ideas. Will, and you definitely will be on my word because at the end of the day, we have got to get in, I just said, here when it starts. When it starts with yes. the foundation. You know, when it starts, I try not that's- to say ground floor, but when you start with the foundation, that's what I'm okay. talking about bringing people along. So when you talked about okay. Black Wall Street last year in December, in Jan, in February, I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. speak for Okta, uh, which is a tech uh, company in San Francisco. Yes, we use that, and, sure. and, and they donated uh-huh. they donated money to the resiliency. So one of the okay. ladies who I know, she said they invited me to speak, and I said to speak about what? What do they want me to say? You know, <laughs> and I said, and I'm mad about this. I said, can't they get somebody else? No, but they what it you. ended up being was part of talking about Black Wall Street. And I think they had the 100th anniversary. Uh, and they was talking about how it was destroyed. But then when we used the term build back better, how do we really do that? And I know as Black people, right. if we come together, we can. So let me share this with right. you. Um, before I rushed back home um, to do this uh, podcast today, I was at the office and then I had to stop by um, this establishment. There's a brother that bought this huge lot where it used to be Soul Beat. So it's a staple in our community. Y'all might be too young for... So, oh, yeah, okay. So, Soul Beat mm-hmm. was back in the day 
And they had the yes. they had the BJs and all of that. The and they had the Gales <laughs> and Chuck, Chuck Johnson. And, you know, he was doing his mm -hmm. thing, but we were on the air. And uh -huh. now you guys have taken it to another level. But I went over to see that place because I kept thinking East Oakland is where the Black Cultural Zone is. That's at 73rd yeah. and MacArthur. So they partnered with okay. a lot of nonprofits. Carol C.J. Johnson is doing a wonderful job. That's where we're promoting space for Black-owned businesses to be over there to vend. They're not charging them any money. And basically, these wow. are good places for businesses that may not have a brick and mortar. They may not have- there you go their business license, but they selling their stuff and they ain't taking nothing from nobody. But at least there's an opportunity <laughs> for them to start. That space yeah. is huge. Right across the street, this big development yep. is coming up that will create spaces <laughs> for about seven to eight caterers to have their own kitchens. Everything Beautiful. will be done Beautiful. on an app where they'll be utilizing an app well, you park up, walk through the door. There's glass there, open courtyard, going to be two floors, restaurants. Also on the other yeah. level, their whole social media tech center, uh, similar to that. And then Innovation. a kitchen that will be a studio so that when you go to East Oakland and you guys are picking up yeah. food, we're saying, go get this food. And we're going to show you how to prepare a balanced meal on TV, podcast. So love it. I don't know if it would be the Black Hub, what the name may be, but our Black Wall yeah. can start because there are a number of Black-owned businesses that are in East Oakland that are still there in yes. these places. And what we could yes. do is create that hub, then create a map that will leak. And that's why all these tech people come in. I'm staying in my lane and be able to take <laughs> from 73rd, uh, um, you know, from Fruitville going all the way on down, even if it's downtown. But I think because that was so beat, it's historical. And because this company will be helping to build these businesses, then helping them yeah. to be able to gain ownership helping them to be able yeah. to partner, helping businesses that could teach us how to run business because it's not easy. But some of us are a little lax on that paperwork. I saw it when we gave out the grants. We had five different okay. ways. We say, okay, do you have a business license? Do you have a checking account? You see what I'm saying? Can I see yeah. your taxes? Trying to do right. everything that legitimize their businesses. So we understand- okay that some of our businesses are going to fall short. That's okay. That's where we're going to come in to make sure right. that we can buy training, whether it's QuickBooks. Because some of these people, they the cook, they the this, they the that. They got to go get the groceries. Then they got to take oh, yeah. the shower. Then they got to You can't that You can't focus on, oh, Sue, can you get that application filled out for that half a million <laughs> <laughs> they and don't have that assistant on hand. She's not there. Where are you? So I'm yeah. wearing too many hats. Those things are gonna happen. And why I'm saying to you, 
we need to have Black Oakland, whatever the thing is going to be, the Black Hub. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to say what the name of that, that building is going to be, but to see right. this brother and this beautiful young woman that was there and for me to walk up on steps with, you know, no frames, or, you know, no, they haven't built yeah, under construction. I up there and I said, oh, and you can see San Francisco and I would be remiss and Love I don't go too deep down that path, but we have to be able to yes. build a safer community for okay. Oakland and the entire community because safety is important. But when you guys think about right. Harlem, and we think about what is that the Red Rooster? I was there when mm -hmm. I was in New York, uh, when we were there. Yeah. For, um, um, what is my man? I'm looking at his name, right? Al Sharpton. And okay, I was there for a conference there, and I said to uh -huh. myself, at the end of the day, everybody are going to these different communities, and we got to keep building it up making it safe as possible so people can come and feel safe because we can't turn our okay. That's it. We can't turn our heads not that it's not there but we work with the multicultural chambers of commerce and what i said to them because you guys know i'm not afraid they had a big um no i'm not they uh one of the um news reporters you know um got killed in a situation in downtown yes Oakland, I remember a that. lot of the cameras mm -hmm. wouldn't come to our communities and so they had yeah. over a thousand people at the Oakland Coliseum where I saw 90 percent of black people that was there at the Coliseum that doesn't say to me people don't want to work and there was not one tv camera that was there and then mm. when, and I worked with the Hispanic chamber the um Vietnamese chamber and Oakland Chinatown chamber. And I stood there with yeah. all the cameras and I said to them, I said, you know what? I said, at the end of the day, you guys are in Chinatown today because you feel safe here than you feel in the yeah. black community. But well, we needed you all yeah. in East Oakland to talk about people getting jobs so that they don't have to rob, steal and kill in your community. That's it. Community. So we're all under attack. But what I say to everybody, yeah. we can't sit to criticize, but we all have to do our part. Yes, you have to be aware, but I think that Black, the Black Hub, Black Oakland, I think whatever the name may be, that's going to be our version of Black Wall Street. There's still a lot of businesses okay. over there that have been there for a long time that are Black owned and they are still standing. Mm -hmm. And what I am committed to in the chamber is to find as many resources as possible. Use our connection with the small business advocate, uh, Tara Lynn Gray. She was appointed by Governor Newsom. Each time that Governor mm -hmm. Newsom has showed up in Oakland, we have been right there standing with him. And the thing that we have to I do- I know, I've seen that. Yeah, look, we have to show up. And I'm saying to everybody that's listening, okay, you may not have to read the Chamber's newsletter, but you've got to find an opportunity to start just Googling grants that support restaurants. 
Opportunities, okay. Hello Alice, Main Street Launch. We know people don't want loans. I understand that. But sometimes mm -hmm. we need smaller loans to tide you over as the other money yes. is coming in. And you're just recycling those right. dollars, but making sure that you pay that loan amount so that you continue to build your credit and you can go and do more. You can expand. And Kathy, and that that and and you're you're talking so on point. That was going to be my next question because I know you got to go to your black leadership for our <laughs> listeners. She is uh, the speaker leader in the Black Executive Leadership Program at UC Berkeley. So she's yes, doing I'm, I'm actually guys. in she the pro I'm actually I'm a student. I'm a student. I'm actually in the program and for full Love transparency, it. I'm so glad that um I got a scholarship to go through that program because oh. as black women, we know, and I know Lanise Jones, when they talk about black women lead, but the term is synonymous mm -hmm. because we do lead, but we also got to get that additional, and this is for me, that yeah. level of sensitivity training. So women, yeah. black sisters, that if you're not as vocal, I want yes. you to operate I want you to stop operating on the fear. And when you see somebody okay. like myself, I'm accessible. You can call me. Okay. You can, you know, what is, I ain't as fancy with it, but you can send me a message and you can just yes. email me. And I'm sincere about having a conversation because we all have a gift. And if nothing else that I'm yeah. learning, when I look at some of those millennials, because I was scared when I first came to the class because I said, well, I don't want to say too much. I want to listen a lot more to see what they have to say. And then as I yeah. broke into the small groups, I was able to tell those sisters, I said, listen, if you at these corporations and you're not being treated the way you need to be treated, I don't want you to operate out of emotion. You get your money how you need to get it and you figure out how you there go, you go. transition on out of there into your business. Hello. Nobody needs Hello. To that was just our podcast And yesterday. you're not going to minimize me at the end of the yes. day, or take my ideas. We ain't got to yes. do head stuff and all of that, but we can <laughs> say what we need to do to make our point. But at the end of the day, I can say it at the end of the day, we don't need white people to validate us. That's right. We've got to walk in our own power. You went to yes. school. We went to get the degree. We earned what we needed to earn, and we deserve a chance at it. And I understand yep. that there's a process, but you figure out when you're moving around, you try to figure out those people that help want to see you go to the next level. And basically at the yeah, end of the day, I believe in entrepreneurship. And in the words, I paraphrase of Madam C.J. Walker, she didn't wait okay. to be promoted. She promoted herself. Hello. Right. Say a lot in front of people in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, yes. we we understand people got families. Listen to me. I ain't telling nobody go quit their job. Yeah. <laughs> as long as y'all doing y'all side hustle, because I have people that work for me. I said, don't be doing that stuff on my watch. Get okay. your side hustle on. Get to work mm -hmm. early. Leave early. Do what you need to do. Do your work. Don't be on Amazon and all that other stuff. <laughs> you know, doing stuff on people's time. Because I got a sneaky feeling that everybody is working out at home. You don't know what they got on these computers tracking you or whatever. You need to leave when you get, you need to leave when you get ready. 
you don't need nobody to ask you to leave and you write your own ticket because everything that you're doing for these companies that's why our networks got to be strong so we can get our Mm -hmm. own hosting companies we can get our own social at the end of the day i don't know if you guys ever noticed this now i know i have about over five thousand friends and i know all y'all hey because i run into them they said we friends on facebook and i'm like okay (laughs) we have really got to make facebook instagram TikTok, and all of them be accountable when i look on my depending on who i'm friends with i see more black people on facebook we're loaded on there you go how is that going to put money in our pockets how are we going to make them accountable to do grants and support our businesses, invest in our nonprofits that is training our little black girls and boys? How are we going to do that for accountability? We got power. What if everybody on Facebook that's black decided we ain't posting for a week until y'all do what y'all need to do? We got to start Call it a blackout. Call it a blackout. Yes. We got to start making these companies accountable. Ain't nobody trying yes. to go to threaten anybody or anything like that because we fight every day. And I've talked to some of my people and I said, listen, everything don't yeah. have to be a fight, but we got to fight with our minds and our voices and what's in our heart to make sure that we have a fair living wage. We know why people are I taking, but we've got to create jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, but we got to be able, we can't close our eyes because it's real. But the businesses that yes. are working, hire black owned. Don't you guys? I don't want to get in trouble, but sometimes you can't hire your family members. But I know y'all are good yes. sisters. Y'all yeah. look like y'all work together. Yeah, yes, 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 I was gonna say we got that professional background. It wasn't just like my cousin Pookie that ain't never worked. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So, but what we want to do? Get them in some of these apprenticeship programs. I'm okay. working a lot with the Seven and Camel project that I told you and Sister Elaine Brown, former chairwoman of Black Panther Party. She actually is a very close friend of mine, but she really, she had an interview. And when they said, what would you want people to say about you? And she said, I would want them to know that I was a revolutionary. So they right. believe, the Black Panthers believe, You know, they didn't always do it the way that we thought, but let me tell you something, it got results because like I said, 55 years or so, because I did the um, 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party was truly an amazing experience for me to meet all those individuals. And then just to sit and hear all the stories. I think the, what they call Mm -hmm. the the statutory laws have passed. I've heard some serious stories, but I look and say, and all they did was they cared about the community and they wanted black people. I have what we deserve. And they didn't want us begging yes. for nothing. That's and right. We, we, we wanted we, to have that confidence. Yeah, we 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 gotta have it. And like I tell people, I don't I'm thankful today. And I say sometimes if you could just touch one, I don't know everything, but I know about my experience. And if I could share my experience or I can give someone, gift someone the knowledge that I have. That's what I want to be able to do. And finally, I just have to just say this for full transparency. Sometimes in our lives, we may grow apart from each other. 
but that's okay. It's called mm -hmm. life. But we got to continue yeah. to keep our eyes on the prize and we've got to stay focused. Okay. And at the end of the stay day, focused. hateration is real. I don't, I don't like to go down that path. <laughs> no, I, I don't like to go down that path. But I'm going to tell you something about it. If somebody is hating on you, that means you're doing something. Okay. Because when they stop hating, I'll be like, gonna oh, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> because my minister says it best. Haters are our elevators. Because at the end That's of the right. day, the more you pick at me, because I used to tell my mom, I said, well, if people stop messing with me, I'll stop doing stuff. But then sometimes okay. I will have a day and I said, where my haters at? I need some motivation up in here. I need some, I need some juice. <laughs> but, I'm, but it's real. And our personalities in terms of who we are. And if I got two seconds, I want to tell you that we are born as leaders the day that we leave our mother's womb. We are born to be okay. strong. We are born to be warriors. And we are born to be something great. Because when we think about our parents and our grandmothers and our ancestors, what they did to get us to here, we will never mm -hmm. forget, but we got to move forward. And then people ask me, say, well, Kathy, they was like, you're bossy. I said, no, I'd like to say that I'm assertive, but it's okay. Because okay. listen to me, take your place in society. Don't let anybody direct you because if you're allowed, it will happen. So I'll tell you a quick, fast uh -huh. story. Don't laugh before I finish. When I okay. was about six years old, I was born in Meridian, Mississippi. I had about six friends that I awfully played together house. This particular day, I go in the backyard. The six friends are just standing there. And I'm saying, what's wrong with you guys? They said, we don't want to play in your backyard, Kathy, anymore, because you always got to be oh. the mom. We don't want to play in your yard because you always got to be the mama. Stay with the story. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't have to be the mama. Everybody just stay right here. I ran into the house <laughs> and I told my mother, I said, I need money and I need money now. And she goes, oh, honey, kitty, I gave you money this morning. This is why I'm ruined now. I said, I know, but I need it and I got to have it. My mother gave me some money. I ran down the hill as fast as I could. And I bought seven suckers and I ran up there. I was out of breath. I gave each person a sucker and y'all too young for that. Them suckers used to be where the plastic was so hard and you needed a knife to get it. <laughs> so I, I waited till everybody started licking on their sucker. And I said, who's the mama? They say, you, Kathy. That is enough, our <laughs> listeners, and what and that is so funny. But what we like to do, what is our motto on the Invisible Women podcast? We like to reclaim our time. What we like to reclaim power, and we like to reclaim our confidence, baby. And I would say that. we did that with Kathy Adams. <laughs> you gave us some gems today, Kathy, to walk away with. We so we appreciate it. it, and we are so thankful for your dedicated service to what you are doing in our community. And definitely looking forward to partnering with you, right? <laughs> Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you, guys. And I appreciate this opportunity. It made my okay. day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. <laughs>